It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti, Panthers Wire, hitting you guys back up. Hope you guys are having a good week. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed kind of the aftermath of the draft. Took a little di- couple days to kind of regroup a little bit, go over some things. Uh, but wanted to come back quick, just talk quick about the undrafted free agents too because obviously after the draft that's the big the big thing uh but took a little time to you know do some writing and take care of other things but we're gonna go over quick the undrafted free agents that the panthers that the panthers signed after the draft which included a couple of three guards actually i know a lot of people are certainly surprised that the Panthers didn't even draft a draft an offensive lineman, but they kind of made up for it a little bit by bringing in three such players, three guards, uh, including Brendan Mann of Penn State, six four three twenty, Taylor Hearn out of Clemson, six five three twenty, and Kyle Bosch, six four two ninety five out of West Virginia. Uh, The interesting one here is Taylor Hearn. And part of that is kind of because, you know, with all the, you know, I I did a lot of mock drafts, uh, as you guys may have been aware, uh, you know, with the daily mock drafts. And a lot of, a lot of the big boards that you use Definitely had Taylor Hearn with a draftable grade. A lot of them had him, you know, maybe top 250, some even say top 200. So there were a lot of times where Hearn was taken in, you know, the sixth round, maybe a little earlier, fifth round. So, you know, maybe in that sense, it's it's a little surprising that Hearn went through undrafted, but, you know, he was certainly one of the, I'm sure, one of the top free agents available, you know, priority free agent, uh, priority undrafted free agent. You know, he was part of the starting starting left guard for the last two years, uh, started 29 games, and actually on his bio, he was credited with 69 and a half knockdowns in 1,979 snaps over 43 games uh, he was a third team all ACC selection in 2014 or 2017 excuse me starting all 14 games including of course the championship game against Alabama and in terms of the knockdowns because I'm actually looking at his profile right now for you guys, looking looking at the number of knockdowns. That's really kind of their big thing that they've been marking. Um, 
in the Sugar Bowl against... Oh, I'm sorry, not the championship game. They didn't make the championship game. My, my apologies. But the, uh, the playoff semifinal against Alabama, he was credited with two knockdowns in playing all 70 snaps. And he was actually named the team offensive player of the game. And then 2016, of course, started all 15 games for the national champion, Clemson Tigers. And that, of course, is where he got his first start. Uh, He only played three seasons, actually. He redshirted in 2014, but then started seeing action in 2015, played 180 snaps over the 14 games, and again ended up starting every game over the last two seasons. But as far as, um, you know, and I kind of just wrote about this. In fact, actually, as I'm recording, it actually just went up. Uh, My profile on Penn State guard Brendan Mann. Um, The one note I kind of wrote was that all these guys kind of face a little bit of competition, all the guards. You know, not just with each other, because they did sign three of them, but obviously you have all the all the depth that the Panthers already have, or already had coming into the offseason. You know, re-signing Greg Van Rotten, uh, signing Jeremy Serlis from Minnesota. Uh, again, Taylor Moten is expected to at least compete at left guard. So you have those guys plus the three undrafted free agents. So it's really going to be interesting how how these guys compete and if any of these. And certainly it'll be interesting if any of these guys make the final roster. You know that'll definitely be one of the uh, the the top battles as we get into training camp and through the preseason. And then the look, we'll take a quick look at Kyle Bosch, the offensive guard out of West Virginia. Again, listed 6'4", six, six, 295, so a little bit on the smaller side, but um, he did. He played in 32 career games at West Virginia, started 29, uh, including 26 starts at right guard. Uh, he was actually... He was actually a member of the, top, of the top five nationally ranked offensive line. Well, let me re- I'm mixing up my words a little bit here. Um, member of top five nationally ranked offensive line from Pro Football Focus. So West Virginia was ranked in the top five by PFF. Uh, he was a member, you know, and the page doesn't have 2017 for some reason, but uh, at least in 2016, he was... All Big 12 first team by the AP and ESPN.com. Uh, I don't think they, I don't think they allowed too many sacks though. At least with this stat, uh, that offensive line in 2016 was number two in the Big 12 and fewest sacks allowed. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, and in 2015, started all 13 games at right guard. He actually transferred, though, to from Michigan. He actually started his college career at Michigan in 2013. Uh, started three games at left guard, but then only saw action in one game in 2014. Then ended up redshirting and then transferring to West Virginia. But certainly uh, he made a case for himself at West Virginia in in the past two seasons. You know, again, maybe a little on the smaller side at under 300 pounds, but, you know, he certainly, you know, and admittedly, I don't know a whole lot about Kyle Bosch. But, again, being all these bodies, it'll certainly be interesting to see how these guys work out, you know, and if, how many of them, if any, will make it to the 53-man roster, or at the very least, the practice squad. Uh, probably the highlight, though, among the undrafted rookie free agents was the quarterback that they signed. Again, another position that we thought the Panthers were going to address during the draft. They did not, but they quickly remedied that after the draft, and they draft or they signed Kyle Allen, quarterback out of Houston. Now, Allen is another guy that's played at two schools. He actually started his career at Texas A&M, was going to be the guy to replace Johnny Manziel, but then, you know, he was sharing time with Kenny Hill, and then come 2015, uh, Kyler Murray's in the mix as well. Then, you know, he Allen also had issues with turnovers at AM. And then eventually I guess he just didn't like you know, he claims it was a lack of culture. Uh you know, he he just did I guess in his mind he just didn't like the direction the the program was going. He didn't like like how he felt some player you know, maybe the coaching or the program could let certain players get away with stuff you know, kind of the Johnny Manziel effect, I guess. So he decided to transfer to Houston. Uh, started, of course, he had to sit out 2016 because of transfer rules. Started the season at quarterback in 2017. But again, turnovers really bit him. He had four, four interceptions and two fumbles in his first three games and ended up losing the starting job. Was... You know, he saw very minimal time the rest of the season. I think he only appeared in about two more games, but a very small amount at that. Uh, so he effectively didn't play after he got benched. And so he decided to just forego his senior season and enter the NFL draft. Because he did still have a year of eligibility, but he wasn't going to get the start. If he returned to Houston, he was probably going to be riding the bench again. Uh I guess he just decided he didn't want to transfer again, so he just decided to take his chances 
in the NFL. You know, again, obviously went undrafted again, probably because you know all the turnovers. He left early, uh, and the, you know the whole transfer thing. You know, so he didn't show much today. You know, he he showed more promise as a freshman than he did as a redshirt junior. Really, you could argue even more as a high school player because he was. This kid was actually the number one quarterback recruit coming out of high school. He actually threw for over 8,000 yards and I think 86 touchdowns in high school out in Scottsdale, Arizona. But again, as, as the years went on, you know, that flash kind of went down. Now he's got to, now he's got to prove himself. Now, you know, he certainly is going to get a chance to compete for the backup job. You know, right now the only other quarterbacks on the roster are Garrett Gilbert and Tyler Heineke, who has seemingly played with every other team in the NFL, it feels like, in a, in a short time. Uh, he is coming off a season with the Houston Texans, which did include a start on Christmas Day against the Steelers because the Texans had so many other injuries at the quarterback position. So... Certainly, Allen is going to get a shot to compete for the number two job or at least make it on the practice squad. Uh, they also signed Reggie Bonifin, the running back out of Louisville. Bonifin was kind of that dynamic, versatile weapon, you know, similar, you know, and obviously they, they drafted a couple of them last year in Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel, but Bonifin was kind of that player as well. At Louisville, he was actually recruited first to play quarterback. When he came out of high school and came to Louisville, he was going to be that dual threat quarterback that Lamar Jackson ended up being uh, the last couple of years. But they still found a way to utilize Bonifin. He, you know, when he came to Louisville, he mixed and matched a little bit. He rushed, rushed a bit. You know, again was that rushing quarterback. Then come 2015, he made the transition of running back. 2016, he actually moved to wide receiver, and in 2017, he moved back to running back. So he was really all over the board. Uh, but so in a way, he is similar to McCaffrey. But again, he he could be a guy that could potentially stick. Uh, he's very athletic. I think he ran a 4:440 at his pro day. So he's he's definitely got a chance to contribute on special teams. So Bonifin could be a sneaky pick right now to crack the 53-man roster. You know, and especially, you know, we'll see what, what the team thinks as we get closer to the season of guys like Fozzie Whitaker and Cameron Artis Payne. Whitaker might stick. You know, Artis Payne is going to be an interesting one. Both of these guys are scheduled to be free agents at the end of the season. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um I mean, you would think at least, and there could be room for all of them. You, you know, you keep in mind they did keep four running backs last year. You know, which included, you know, even if you want to go back, even if you want to include fullback uh, Alex Arma, they had five running backs because obviously Jonathan Stewart was in the mix. So they did keep four running backs. So there is room. So, you know, it's it's not unprecedented that. All four of these guys can stick. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and then the other two guys, you know, admittedly I haven't seen too much either. But as I do, because I actually started some profiles on these undrafted free agents over at Panthers Wire. So eventually I'm going to dig into these guys a little bit more, at least their background. 
And that's Chris Frey, linebacker out of Michigan State, 6'2", 238. And D-tackle Tracy Sprinkle out of Ohio State. In fact, look it up real quick for you guys here. Kind of Frey's background at Michigan State. Uh, he was actually a four-year letter winner at Michigan State. Finished with 193 career tackles in 52 games, including 25 straight starts. Was the defensive MVP of the Holiday Bowl against Washington State. Uh, started two years at strong side linebacker. Three-time academic All-Big Ten selection. So he's definitely a, a very smart kid. Uh and as a senior, he was an honorable mention All-Big Ten by the media. So definitely, certainly one of the top players on Michigan State defense. He was actually second on the team in sacks with uh, four sacks. Uh, and then was also the team team leader in tackles as a junior with 96 started all 12 games that year as well. So, you know, definitely good to see a lot of experience there, you know, definitely a, a leader on the, on the defense. And we know oh, Michigan state usually has some pretty good defenses. So the fact that they got effectively one of Sparty's leaders as an undrafted free agent could certainly help, you know, with the backup position or special teams. Of course, as we know, they did draft two linebackers, including Jermaine Carter Jr., who I think is probably at, he's eventually going to work his way up, I think, to the top reserve linebacker. And I think he's definitely going to have some special teams help. So that could be one of the spots right there. So, you know, it could just be for bodies for camp, but yeah, I'm sure he's definitely going to be a guy that's really going to compete. And then Tracy Sprinkle, uh, he was a co-captain of the Buckeyes, started 12 games last year. Obviously, Ohio State had seemingly all the defensive linemen in the world, so you know, kind of easy for him to get a little lost in the shuffle. But he did have 16 tackles, including three tackles for a loss. Um. It also says on his his bio, he was honored by Ohio State coaches as a champion three times. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Which was quite interesting. Uh, Obviously, you know, he of course was also a member of the national championship winning team in 2014. Uh pair of Big Ten championship teams in 2014 and 2016. So, again, a co-captain 
which included the other four top members of their defensive line that were drafted, Tyquan Lewis, Jalen Holmes, and Sam Hubbard. Uh, he has only played, uh, quick math here says, 28 games in uh, in four seasons. You know, So injuries were definitely... Definitely an issue for him. He injured his knee in the season opener in 2016, missed the rest of the season, and then saw action in just one game as a freshman, but did play in 12 games in 2015 and 14 games this past season, which again included the three tackles for a loss. And again, you know, another... Oh, no, I'm sorry. They, they did draft a defensive tackle. Uh... Yeah, you kind of get on that roll, and you think, you know, you, you just have, like, brain farts. You kind of say the same thing. It's it's really weird. Um, I was about to say they didn't draft a defensive tackle, but, yes, they did. They took Kendrick Norton in the seventh round, which I – from people I talk to and listen to, you know, that that's pretty good value. So uh, Getting him in the seventh round, a good run stuffer. Uh, again, and as I talked about, Norton's a guy that I think can definitely be in the rotation and work his way up. Uh, after this season, but you know, Sprinkle will definitely bring the that Ohio State swagger that all those linemen had. So, you know, curious to see what he does in, in preseason as well. But that's a quick look at the Panthers' undrafted free agent class. So again, it's Kyle Allen, quarterback out of Houston; Reggie Bonifin, running back out of Louisville; Brandon Mann, guard out of Penn State. Taylor Hearn, guard Clemson. Kyle Bosch, guard out of West Virginia. Chris Frey, linebacker out of Michigan State. And Tracy Sprinkle, D-tackle out of Ohio State. So a little bit of Big Ten love there, too. Uh, Three of the seven players coming from the Big Ten. And then a pair of ACC players, a Big 12, and an AAC member. So with that, we'll wrap things up here pretty quick here. Uh, as always, really appreciate you guys listening. Remember to subscribe to the t- podcast on iTunes. And, of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And we'll be back next time for more Panthers talk. And so until next time, you've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day but for this particular day i am out and we'll see you next time right here on lop until then take care my friends is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.